Come live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. I don't know if a whole lot of people in this era know about the emotions and best of my love, but I know Duck Riley does. How are you, sir? Well, Princess, I, I just sat down from doing the uh, the cha-cha. <laughs> the cha-cha, huh? <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. We are waiting on Coach Jackson, Ortavia Jackson, to get with us here and join us in the studio we are talking flag football today. I'm excited to to get her um, her thoughts on that. I think this is her now. We welcome in Coach Jackson. Um, Artavia Jackson, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing really good. Thank you for being on. I'm excited about this one. I am Princess Cooper, and we got Duck Riley here. Duck, let's go. Hey, Duck. <laughs> <laughs> she said, hey, Duck. That's what I say to you. Hey, Duck. <laughs> uh, hey, look, I need, I I just sat down, so I got to catch my breath from doing the cha-cha. So go, I, I'll let you ladies talk. <laughs> okay. Last week it was a robot. Duck, you are going to have to do some dances. It's 2023 for sure. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Coach Jackson, you're in New York? I'm in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Okay, okay. Yes. Oh, the connection. Yeah, you guys know each other for sure. Duck, I'm going to let you lead <laughs> off. i got plenty of questions to come at the end. Okay, okay, yeah. And uh, I want to I first start out by saying welcome. And uh, it, it, this is long overdue. And uh, can you kind of <laughs> tell us a little bit about life by wisdom? Because I still, you know, I still play the shirt. And <laughs> so life by wisdom actually actually that's how we met um in atlantic city i was just telling a friend of mine the other day um how i met you um i was actually a vendor at, at fashion week in atlantic city um i'm a poet so uh an extension of my poetry was a uh um a business that i created called life by wisdom and it simply meant that you will never experience the true value of life unless you approach it by seeking wisdom. Um, so with that, I had logos, uh, shirts with my logo on it, some with um, part snippets from poems and so on and so forth. So from that, I actually separated myself from that. Not, not to say that I separated it in, in its entirety, but the, the fashion component, because it was never about fashion for me as it was in getting a message out. And I used the platform of attire and apparel to to do just that. But it was actually consuming a lot more of my time. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't going where I needed it to go. So I re- redirected it and um, changed kind of the purpose. Life by Wisdom will always be here. I mean, I, I am an author of two books. One of which is called Life by Wisdom. Um, and they're both poetry books, but now I've expanded into JSV, which is all, an also joyful zone, 
um, which is the sporting component, but more so it, it's, it, it includes the youth, which is who I am passionate about and doing things for them. So that that's the changing direction from when we first met till now. I still wear my shirts too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you, let's talk about this passion and how you got started with uh, the flag football. So um, about, I'd say about 20 years ago, I'd say, the coworker of mine came up to me and said, um, he played flag football, and I was like, flag football? I didn't even know what that was. So he invited me to a game. I went to a game in Brooklyn. This is with United Sports League, um, ran by Greg Javier, and he had a youth flag football. So I was like, oh, I really want to see them. So I went out. I actually started volunteering my time with them just to kind of understand what they're doing. Anytime you have the ability to get the youth outside of their regular element, and nowadays in out of the house is the out of their regular element, then you kind of grab, I gravitate to that. So it's been a long time, though, since I've, uh, with the United Sports League, um, that, again, that was about 20 years ago, but when I moved to New Jersey about seven years ago, um, it's a small town, I decided well, let me try, and this is post-COVID, um, let me try to get the kids outside because now you know we live in a, in a technological age where they most of them stay in the house and they play video games. They, they don't go outside like I used to do, used to beg to go outside. So I started it. I started it with 15 kids. Um, we, we started as a, as a training just to, to teach them the fundamentals of flag and, and football in itself, which is just throwing, catching, and those dynamics. And then from there, you know, one season led to another, and I said, well, let's see. Let me put a get put together a flyer and see if I can actually get enough kids to join so that I can actually have teams, so they actually have someone to play. Um, thankfully enough, that first season we were able to have about 48, I'd say about 48 kids, so we had two divisions. Um, seven to nine and, and a ten to twelve. Um, it's funny that you asked because I just posted up some throwbacks for, for Thursday of of that first season. And starting this Saturday we'll be we'll be in our sixth season. We only run it fall and spring, but I'm happy to say that we have over hundred and fifty um kids participating in the in the league now. So we love what we do. Um it is, again, it is my passion. Before I even thought about doing combining sports and, and the youth together, I used to mentor, which I still do, and I also still tutor. So I'm always surrounding myself with the youth. Okay. Now, is, is this also co-ed? It is co-ed. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, so... You you developed the league and stuff. How about how how hard was it getting people or volunteers to come out and work with the kids and also learn the rules for flag football? So our league is a NFL flag league. So the rules are pretty basic according to their guidelines. However, we can modify the rules to fit our league. So. Um, you know, it, getting volunteers, it wasn't. It was. It was hard, but it wasn't. It wasn't extremely hard because I 
I actually worked with, again, I, I, because I worked with uh, a flag football league in the past, I built a relationship with a lot of the guys that used to play. Um, so I was able to recruit. I had, in the beginning, I had guys coming from Long Island, even Brooklyn, to come to New Jersey just to help me out. Um, and now we've, we've, I've, I've built relationships with adult flag leagues in the neighboring towns, and, you know, I just go out and tell them what we're doing and see who is committed because it is a commitment now. It, you know, we run it for 13 weeks, so, you know, I kind of screen the coaches to make sure that, you know, they have the time because for me to disappoint the kids is is, is, is crucial. I, this is one of the, the worst things that can happen for me. So with that being said, I, I make sure that these coaches have the time to commit. I mean, it's Saturday morning, so, you know, who wants to get up early on a Saturday morning besides me to go to the field and deal with over 100 kids? But I did find some great some great individuals that um, male and female. Actually, I have one. I had one female for about four seasons, and then it's just like this last season we had two additional women join the team of coaches so I'm getting, I'm very excited about it. We had 24 coaches last season um, that committed their time, and then we have a host of volunteers that come, register the kids, give out the drinks, and so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Okay. And you, you talked about screening the coaches. Uh, kind of explain to uh, the listeners uh, what you mean by screening the coaches. You know, is there certain things that they need to have or go through? So it's and, – and believe it or not, having a football background is, is probably um, the last – it's important now, don't get me wrong, but it's not the end-all, begin-all. For me, it's how, do you have patience for children? Um, what is your history of working with children? Because there's a level of patience that is required um, and, and tolerance to work with children. You know, it's not, it's not so easy, especially with – divisions such as seven and nine, when you're, when you're one coach and you have seven to eight players, it can be very, it can be very complicated and very stressful. So just going through, I have created a questionnaire um, that I send to coaches just to kind of get an idea of their background with, in relationship to, to working with kids. We do background checks, of course, um, but just to get from them how they feel and why they want to work with children, why they want to give back, um, especially those that have played uh, football, whether, whether that's tackle or flag. We've had, we've had coaches who played baseball, and he said, I have, I have no clue what to do. But the willingness changes everything. If you're willing to learn, even as an adult, then it's definitely something that we would, even, we would consider and have considered. Okay, now you, you say this is the NFL flag league. So, what is the NFL bringing to the table? So, what they provide once we, um, well, one they have you have to have be an approved NFL flag league. So, what they don't want is for flag leagues to be in pretty much close proximity. Um, so, there happens to be a flag league that's over the bridge. Um, for me, which is about less than 10 miles, so I because they don't want them to be in competition with each other. However, the reason that we were able to get on board with NFL flag is because 
it is a it is a toll and it's a different state. So that flag league is actually in New York and Staten Island, whereas we are right over the Bayonne Bridge in, in New Jersey. So we were able to get um get on board with the NFL flag league. Um they provide jerseys and footballs and flags, uh, once we sign up and we, we set our, our uh our season to begin. Okay. Are they now uh, providing the soft helmets? Uh, you guys are not wearing those yet. No, we're not wearing them yet. Um, it hasn't become a requirement. Um, I, they do have, I believe on their site, they do have it available, um, but we haven't used it, nor is it a requirement. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and I'm sure some of the parents are. Are they worried about the the, the concussion, uh, with with the young kids or not? Um, we may out of the out of 150, maybe two or three parents may have mentioned it, and in in their concern, they they're able to. I I don't tell them no. You can't have a soft helmet. I let them know that it is available. Um, if they choose to use it, but they put their children in flag and not tackle for that simple reason, even though it doesn't matter what sport you're playing, you still can get a concussion. Okay. Now, your season just ended uh, for the spring. Mm -hmm. What happens after the end of the spring season? Um, So we we wait till the fall. We take a break and we have – a summer, everybody gets a summer break, but this summer we didn't actually have a break. Uh, one of our coaches uh, ran track um, in college, and she wanted to start a um, speed clinic for the month of July uh, because as she coached, she noticed that a lot, of the, a lot of the youth had poor form, so she wanted to give back in that way, so we ran um, a clinic for one month, three times a week, two hours a day, uh, so six hours a week. Um, and then we concluded it with actual competition, relays, and so on and so forth. And then we go back into it. So our break between spring and fall is pretty short because you only have the one, one and a half month of summer. But then when it's fall into into spring, you have a little bit more time, which is like three months. Um, I would love to find an indoor facility that is within our reach so that they're not um, having too much idle time during this time. Parents have asked me, uh, often asked if we were doing anything for that time period, but unfortunately we don't, we haven't found a, a space close enough and, and for everybody to be able to get there to, to be able to accommodate um, starting something there. <clears throat> Okay, I, I know uh, we talked a little bit, and every year you always you also talked about uh, having a, a end of the year type of ceremony, and and what does that consist of? Oh man, our ceremonies are huge. I mean, we did, we had our ceremony in the, uh, one of the the high school gymnasium. So with our league, um, I actually charge our our coaches to find unique names for every player on their team because all to my, for me if you have because they're not going to have more than seven eight max players because it's a five on five um the, the games are five on five so 
they had to deposit, and everyone must play. So they had to deposit something in order for the team to make it where they are. And I need everybody to know that they've they feel relevant, like they've done something. Now everybody does not get a trophy. Only the champions get a trophy, but everyone gets a medal because everyone in their own right is a winner. So they come up with these names, and then we put it on the medal. Every, this way, when there's an award ceremony, there's not one person in the room that doesn't get acknowledged. And I feel like that's, that's, a, that's, that's very important for me. Um, and just to know that, and it gives it, the coaches, it gives them the time to really sit back and think about the players that they have. And, and I mean, they, they come up with names like, like uh, Marvel characters, whatever it is, they, they have to present it to their player and explain why they chose the name for it. Okay, so basically uh, the coaches uh, present to their own team. That's correct. Okay, okay. So how about how about uh, current participation, and also does anybody from the NFL come to your ceremony? Um. Parents participate. They volunteer their services all the time. Now, I have very I have wonderful parents who always are, are willing to to lend a hand. Um, I do look for um, key individuals to come and deposit positivity into the youth. Um, the last couple of seasons, this past season, I did not have anyone come and speak, um, and that's for the simple reason that. I, I uh, we we also have what we call the captain speak. So coaches are are instructed to pick one to two captains on their team. Doesn't necessarily have to be the quarterback. It's that it's that one individual or those two individuals that can keep the the team united. Um, and they have specific responsibilities um, besides just going in for the coin toss. And one of those responsibilities is being willing to speak in front of a crowd during the award ceremony. So one of our slogans is more than just football because as we develop and grow, I call this the gridiron of life. So whatever it is that they're doing on the field can be applied throughout their life. And public speaking is one of the major um, things that they will have to do as they get older. And a lot of times you'll see a lot of even adults that go up to a mic and, and are very very afraid and, and don't know what to say or how to say it or how to read. So I want to start them from young to be able to present them, present themselves profess, as professionally as they can. Granted, we do have a couple of kids that weren't able to get through it. They cried, but that's okay because it's part of the process, and why not start the process earlier than later? Now, just to get back to your, to, to your question about NFL players, um, we've had a retired NFL player come, um, his name slips my tongue, there's actually two of them, uh, Jeremiah Brown was one, um, and just recently there was one, I can't remember his name, I have to think about it and get back to you on it, but we haven't had any current NFL players come out and speak, um, unfortunately, the kids would love it, but at the same time, you know, we do what we have to do. And as far as I'm concerned, the youth are are more than, quote, unquote, famous to me than than anyone who's out there on the field, although they would love it, you know, they just just to see their hearts 
glad and them smiling, it would be great. But, I mean, we haven't had it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Precious? So, Coach, you answered one question, and that was you have 24 coaches, and then each team has five to seven, maybe eight players per team. Um, that's a big that's a big group on a Saturday morning, is it not? It is, but the <laughs> games are staggered, so that, that we only have, mm-hmm. we have two games going on at the same time, and it's usually the okay. same division game. So if we have four four in our division one, uh, which is seven and nine. We'll have four teams, so we'll have those two games happening at the same time, and then so on. And so we just added a fifteen to seventeen. Um, division last season, so that added an extra 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 two games to our Saturday. But um, it gets pretty crowded out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I heard you mention co-ed. That means okay, you have a team, and that team from five to eight can be a, a mixture of girls and boys, or do you separate them yes. and have them on the same? Okay. Yes, girls and boys play on the same team. We actually started an all-girls tournament team, like a travel team. Um, They'll go Uh out to different uh, tournaments and things. But in the league, they're mixed. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And how – what's the age groups? Is it from 5 to 15? What's the age group? So the age groups are from 5 to 17. The 5 to 6-year-olds is just an instructional clinic, which we run for four weeks only. And then it begins mm-hmm. the division, which is seven and nine, ten to eleven, twelve to fourteen, and fifteen to seventeen. Mhm. So, tell me, have you learned more about football during this whole time of now? You know, having a league of flag football, or are you just more just you know worried about flag football? No, I actually have learned more, and it actually made me want to learn even more. So. I went and I took a class that I worked with the NJSIAA as a high school football referee. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that. Don't I love it. that. You have to lead heard... by example. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So um, your coaches, do you add more or do you have a nucleus that's been with you all four or five years that you've been back doing this? Or do you get new The majority of them are, have been with us throughout. Um, we'll have one or two that may take a season off and return back, and then they'll, they'll add a couple more. So most of them have been with us since the beginning. All right, all right. Um, so the NFL provides the jerseys and the, and, the, and the flags, of course, and the footballs. Where do you store all this stuff? Do you, each year, okay, we got a team and this is what sizes they need. Um, they ship it to you. Do you ship it back and forth or do you keep it in store somewhere? Oh, my goodness, no, Dad. <laughs> so all of the, the footballs and stuff I keep, the flags mm-hmm. I also hold on to because we have, we, we set up a training um, for the first two weeks just so that the, the youth know, the, at least the new ones know what it, how to play, what, you know, the different things that they need to do. But what happens mm-hmm. is once the teams are formed, they decide which NFL, the coach decides which NFL team he wants. So, like, it could mm-hmm. be the Browns, it could be whatever. And then okay. I will place the order for the, those particular jerseys and the, those sizes, and then NFL flag will ship those sizes of those jerseys, and then we disperse those um, to the to the kids. 
every season. So, so I don't usually have any left over. <laughs> and and they get to keep them or they go back? No, they get to keep them. Yes. Oh well, wow! Purchase. They're not they're not free, oh, okay. but I mean, you know, okay. they just have that like is- a right. So in your normal running of every day, you're in and out, you hear the grocery store, whatever, do you get, oh, that's the flag football lady, or that's my coach, or that, do you get that a lot? I do. So they call me Coach <laughs> Joy on the field. So my friends tell me I need to have a, a, a house in the park because I'm always at the park because I'm always <laughs> trying to make sure the kids are doing, you know, doing the right thing, and they bring me joy. That's my middle mm-hmm. That happens to be my middle name, by the way, but <laughs> they do. It's, I mm-hmm. thank my mother for naming me that, actually. Yeah. Now, do you have your own website? Uh, we do have a website, jsvsports.com, www.jsvsports.com. Wow. Wow. And one more question, the season. So you have a spring season. That's in one what months, and then you come back in the fall. Can you tell me what you know the the months that are taken up with with flag football? So our spring season usually starts in the latter part of March, just to kind of make sure okay. we are in the clear of snow, even though April mm-hmm. is is very unpredictable. <laughs> um, and then we we go until June, um, mm-hmm. and then we actually play. We'll, we'll have what we call all-star games where we'll take a few kids from each team and play other NFL flag leagues. Like, uh, you know, there's one in Brooklyn, there's one in, in another one in a different town in uh, New Jersey. And then mm-hmm. the, the fall starts the end of August or mid-August, like now, and it goes until November. Okay. Okay. Wow. I'm just so proud to know you. I think this is wonderful. If I had time, I would start my own flag football. I don't know where I would find time, but that is so neat. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, if you ever want to bring back, you know, come back on with some of your coaches or some of your players, I think that would be so neat and wonderful to do. I would love to. Let us to. know how we can help. Just let us know how we can help. I would love to. Thank sure. you. I appreciate yeah. you. Girl power. Girl power for sure. Just let me know what we can do. All right, Duck, you know, you so I, I'm completely impressed. You, Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Duck? Hey, I just want to give a shout-out to my girl, Shadana. Who's that? I, I set up and messed up her name probably. Shonda? My, my business Shonda. Partner? Yes, Shonda. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still hanging in there. She's hanging in there. So she does the... So she's Coach Shay on the field. That's what they call her. Um, Coach what? You know, I, Coach, Coach Shay. Coach Shay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Okay. laughs> yeah. So it's, so a, it's a two-woman only. <laughs> you tell Coach Shay I said hello. <laughs> we give her will. a shout-out. <laughs> I, de- I definitely will. She'll be happy to know that you remember her. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Man. You guys are good people. <laughs> If y'all up north, you, and, and it's, it's on around, around the weekend, make sure you, you reach out to me, and maybe you can come by or see a game or two. Yeah, oh, you know, with, we actually I... have a couple of uh, 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 sports talk hosts up there. I'm definitely going to tell them to come by and and, and and visit you all. That That's really neat for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll we got to get K-World K to drop by. Get K-World out there. there. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. would love it. All right. Oh, All well, right. thank you for being on, and don't let this be the last time. Reach out to Duck, and let's have some of the coaches or, or players on here, you know, um, before the fall season starts, you know. Let me know, okay? All right. Will do. Thank you. All right. Duck Riley, All right. thank you. Thank you. All right, Duck, you know, again, it's, it's almost time for, for college football. I just want to pick your brain on just a couple of things. What stood out to you? You know, um, after the preseason week one, or is this week two? I can't remember. Anything stood out, or are you more impressed that Dalvin Cook is now with the Jets? I'm going to tell Tim Moore again. Shout out to Tim Moore. The Jets are going to the Super Bowl. Your thoughts, Doug, <laughs> what stood out in, in NFL preseason? Uh, okay, you, you have Tim come on, man. You, you leave Tim alone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hold your horses. That's enough. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I, the preseason is just for uh, most of the rookies, undrafted free agents, to kind of see see how they fit in and and give an opportunity. This is this is a make it break it for them. Uh, most mm-hmm. of the the veterans will start playing this week and yeah. next week, and so they they need to shine now. That first opening uh, preseason game, you're getting your opportunity because most of the veterans are not playing as much. So when you, you just got to take advantage of your opportunity. Uh, I like I like watching it, but, you know, it's not like the regular season, which, of course, you yeah. know. But usually you find a diamond in the rough during the, yeah. during the preseason. The fact that, that football is on in the background, that football is on – I watched a game Friday, Saturday, and or maybe it was Thursday, yeah, Friday, Saturday, and, and Sunday. Um, I caught some some reruns on NFL Network. My last one, Coach, before I let you go, is Mike Brabel and what he did for his assistant coach and letting him run the preseason game. And I want to see his last name was Williams, Coach Terry Williams, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. But I like the fact that this opportunity was afforded to him um, to give him exposure. Your thoughts about this? We had a little, you know, conversation in the thread, but your thoughts about yeah. this? Do we, yeah. do we need and, to do and more? And it's, and it's Terrell, yeah, Terrell Williams. I, I, I heard okay. him speak for us when he was, uh, before he went into the, the league. Uh, great guy, uh, very knowledgeable coach. Uh, this, this might, this should help, but to what extent, you know, if he was running the team, Maybe the whole preseason. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. maybe people would take more of a notice, but you know, he he did it for the first preseason game, so he doesn't do it the rest of the preseason. How many of us are going to remember that? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now you see the Ole Miss uh, is are doing it for uh, Knicks, uh, so it. He he was able to be in charge of the scrimmage. Okay, mm-hmm. is, is that you know, Princey? You look at it one or two ways. It could be great, but is, is that really a, a stepping stone for us? Would, would you think about it? Would you remember that Nick was in charge of the first scrimmage? Or no, would you I'm not going to remember. No, or would you remember I'm not him? Or uh, would you? Or uh, would we remember him 
taking over their first college football game. Yeah. Now the first college football of that of that week, of course, that makes you know that makes more of an impact. But I am going to remember Coach Williams and what Mike Vrabel did, even if it's a preseason game. I'm going to remember that. And um, does it make a difference? I don't know. Does it give more exposure? Well, I didn't even know Coach Williams was was the coach on that team before the exposure and the conversation about it and what happened after that. So I am happy to see that. Well, what my concern is is that I'm 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 concerned that we actually need this. That there isn't, you know, just everybody on their merit, and that that's what bothers me. I think. So what? So the question you just asked tonight. Let's say, make sure we ask that on Monday during the X file, so you can get the yeah. real opinions from Carlos and them. <laughs> I will. I will. A shout out to that crew. I'm sorry I missed them. We had technical difficulties, but we're back up and running and doing very well. Um, a shout out to K World um, for his show last night with Eric Scott. They went about two hours and some change, and they just seem to keep going and going and going. We'll start. Um, she knows sports. Um, next week, we'll also, the last um, Sunday of the month, we'll have, we know, cross-country with Coach Gerald Richardson and Fred Rucker. We're ready for that. Lisa Morgan Richmond um, will be our guest on, on that show to launch that new show Sunday, August 27th at 7 well, p.m. But well, put me, I'll put make me sure. Put, put me in, Coach. Who are we benching? That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's starting next Thursday. No, uh, the 29th. Okay, the 29th. Uh, it's going to be on yeah. a Tuesday, yeah. All right. Coach, talk, let's talk about that because you, you're you saying that the Jason and Kevin are going to call it. No, I'm going to make sure and be prepared for that one. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. A new segment that we're doing, put me in, Coach. Coach Duck Riley will talk about who he's mentioning, who, who gets to play um, based on what happened the week before. Or maybe just some based off of, of course, the fact that I think he has a wealth of knowledge about athletes and, and how um, football players uh, perform. So, Duck, give me a, give me a couple of minutes about that. Talk about it. What's your you know, excitement about doing this? It, it, it should be fun. You know, people can call yeah. in and ask. You know, you know, we might say, hey, you know, the Eagles and the Cowboys played, and for instance, Princess, you might say, hey, they need to bench the wide receiver. You know, he dropped mm-hmm. five or six passes. You know, at least you tell them why they should bench him. And if somebody else said, well, they should start this kid in front of another person. Or they, they should bench Zach Prescott. So it's a number of different things we can throw out that, just to try to get, create some verbiage about what's happening in, in sports, you know, especially with college football. You know, every yeah. time somebody loses, I'm, I'm sure somebody think they should go to the bench. So I look, I'll fire the yeah. coach. So. It's gonna. It, it'll be interesting. I'll be the one that's most melodramatic if the Cowboys <laughs> have a wide receiver that drops five passes, or the Florida Gators. <laughs> I'll be the one with the most drama, and the we're question. gonna put them on the bench, leave them in the locker room. <laughs> the question is, how many quarterbacks are you gonna go through in Florida? You know, you can't bench everybody, Precious. <laughs> Coach, the University of Florida is putting their stock in Graham Merce, uh, a transfer from Wisconsin, 
Lord have mercy, here we go. But I am hoping <laughs> that, that I can watch a full game. <laughs> You're already laughing. You're really I know, laughing. I know you, because if he messes up, I know you're benching him. I know you're sending him right benching to the man. Benching <laughs> him. Oh. And you know what? Whenever you come to me on this, they'll put me in, Coach. You're going to say, okay, we're going to say Princess for last because we already know. <laughs> right. right. And when we have some people call in and I'll bring on a few people just to kind of, you know, let them get it off their chest, you know, it'll, it'll be some yeah. people want to fuss and stuff about who's playing, who's not playing and stuff like that. Hilarious. It'll be complete therapy for me so I don't have to go to the hospital and get on the 13th floor. And be sad, <laughs> and, and and you know when the Gators lose, I, I boycott, you know, um, ESPN, and then you know Rev will say, "Well, did you see? I, 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 I we can't talk about that. <laughs> Complete drama in my house, but college football is here. All right, Coach, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it for sure. All okay, right. Coach, we will see you on Monday. I'm looking forward to the exiles, the professional contributors, the experts, everything. I'm looking forward to Jay Hayes and Ricky Porter on the same show. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Without a doubt. Oh, last time. Have a great evening, Coach, and have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. You too. All right. All right. Never had it so good. We'll see you then.